this is how we make the world more united and get rid of this division between religions and and getting our culture to a point where we can have conversations with people who think differently than us like this is a this is this is what needs to happen Hello, welcome back to Unscripted Scripture. I'm Zach here with my buddy Jack. Yes, sir. That's back Jack. at it. We're here. Um, our producer Abby will be producing for us. She's not present. We sent out a little, uh, little Instagram. Did a little poll on Instagram to see if we should get Abby a mic. Yeah. Um, everyone voted yes, but like four people. Yeah, we got a lot of positive and, feedback from that. Right. So we're gonna have to get um, Abby and her laughing self. Yeah. Um, a mic so yeah. she can laugh our, our jokes and make us feel better. Um, but other than that, how you doing, Jack? Guys, Jack cool. is wearing some nice jeans, a nice like olive green, kind of army green shirt, and he is bloated in the muscles. Let me tell you, Jack <laughs> Drummond is looking good. Jack, what's your secret? Man, you know what? I get up every day, I eat uh, six six eggs and uh, whoa! Do you, you cook know, them three or three pounds of bacon? Str- oh, whoa! Uh, three pounds. You know, a loaf of bread, toast that all up with some butter on it. Gee whiz! What do you do? Keep a pig out back That's, and the chicken? Yeah, and- a little, okay. my little our little uh, farm here in West Lampeter Township. Go. No, I mean, That's man, I'm just the muscles. Yeah, I'm hustling every day. You know, softball season, softball church season, softball league. Who's better at it, dude? Yeah, Millersville Bible um, Church. Did I say that right? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Um, NBC, we're doing a softball league. They've they've been doing it forever, but I uh, thought I'd jump on it. Guamucho got me involved. Yeah. Guamucho Caracazi. Yo, how is he? At he's softball? yeah, he's getting there. He's yeah? really cool. Yeah, dude, it's oh, fun. It's so fun. To watch. It's so cool to like, yeah, like watch someone get into the game. Yeah. And like I haven't, we haven't seen that since like, you know, T-ball. little league yeah. t-ball, <laughs> but like he just loves it and. He's learning, and it's cool to like. It's cool to help him, and yeah. and uh, he's coming alive, man. He got a right. hit last game. He's Ooh. playing second base. Got some plays there. So, all right, how are you doing when you got back into it? Yeah, man, it's been fun. Don't lie to our listeners. I'm not lying. No, it's it's been really good. I've no, like, we've been how playing. Are you doing? What's your stats? I don't know my stats, man. I mean, I get. I think I get at least two hits a game. Okay. Get up. Oh, get up. Maybe okay. three, four times. How many games so far? Four. Four games. Four games. Yeah. Woo. We're we're doing pretty well, and I I mean I play I played I started out at second. Okay. But then I think they they put me in the outfield because they figure I can move a little bit. Can and you cover move? some ground? Yeah. I'm sure you can. Can, can you can catch move? though? I've gotten two errors <laughs> in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But I made some top ten plays too. So. Ooh, all right. So you covered up. You covered yeah, them up. I covered up yesterday. There was a I was playing right field. And there was a short, shallow, shallow ball. Uh, runner on first, and it caught me. It jammed me on oh, the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like was basket catching it, uh-huh. but I didn't know. I didn't know to go up or down, so oh, I was like in between. in between. Bobbled it right on the the palm of the glove, and I, the runner like staggered because he didn't know if I was uh-huh. gonna catch it. And I grabbed the ball, and from my butt, from behind first, I threw it to second, get the force out. It was so awesome. oh, so you didn't catch the ball. I, so I bobbled it, picked it up, spun on my butt, and no threw it from way. my threw it from my butt, and. On one hop, got it to the, the shortstop. My guy. All right. All right. Yeah. An error turned into a top play. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Is it different fun. softball from baseball? Going with from those big yellow. Balls? Uh, the, so what's different is the the leads at first at the bases. So my first game, uh-huh. I was taking huge leads like oh, right Jack. off the jump, and my coaches or the my teammates were yelling at me to get back, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't do that. So you can take a lead after it's released from the pitcher's hand. Right. So like like it was when we played little league, uh-huh. and so I had to like Whiffle jump ball. back to like little league days, man. I'm like. What do I do? So, like, it's crazy. My brothers also started playing in some softball leagues yeah. last year, and they needed an extra player, and I worked at night, and I guess just they didn't think I was good. So they got my dad instead, mm-hmm. and my dad didn't go to any games. He he used to play so- church softball yeah. back when we were kids, and, you know, he got his cleats out from, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> they actually are kind of cool. They're Nikes. They're like oh, the old, old Nikes. Nikes. Yeah. That's cool. Like, looks like uh, they were Ricky Henderson's at one time. <laughs> but anyways, um, same same deal. He was taking a lead, and they told him, they said, you can't take leads. Yeah. And he did it again, and they threw him out. Like, yeah. He was out. If you got an ump that's like eyeing it up, yeah, he'll get you. Right. We, uh, had, we just had like a home ump, so he's like, he's yeah. watching the ball. He's not watching the runner. Well, that's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. So I'm excited to keep doing that. But uh, how you doing, man? Good, guys. This is the first podcast we are recording since I've been married. We yeah. Had, we entered two out because we recorded them beforehand. But now I am actually married. Been on my honeymoon. Went mm-hmm. to the good old Colorado. No one hit me Rocky up. Rocky Mountain High. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw them all. Um, yeah, no one hit me up to like link up with them. So I guess we have no Colorado listeners. <laughs> um, but that's okay. We'll hit up every other state. Um, it was fun, man. Yeah. Colorado, if you haven't been there, I would go there. Um, every street, every road is a different view. Bigger mountain, more snow on the mountain. We went at a good time where it would snow. Well, Jack, here, let me tell you this. You can experience pretty much all four seasons in one day there. Mm. Like, it will snow in the morning and snow like a good two or three inches. Mm. And then by, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon... It's sunny out, and you're you can go for a run. Yeah. Actually, me and Jacqueline, the one day, it was sunny out, and it was only forty eight degrees, but it felt like seventy degrees. Wow! So we sat out there, and um, with our shirts off. I don't know if you saw, <laughs> we posted it on. You don't have Instagram, but but he does have a fan page, so you should go follow the fan page. I don't. I don't run it though. <laughs> I don't run it. Just. To put it out there. No one knows who runs it. (laughs) 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 Um, Anyways, we got really red. Like, Jeez! um, I just pulled up my shirt to show him. And this this is not even as red as we got. It's going down. This has been a week. But, I mean... Bro, you are red. It was 48 degrees and we got burnt. And I guess it's because we're so high in the atmosphere. Uh, that atmosphere helps you out a little with yeah. the sun rays. Well, we didn't have that. So we got um, <laughs> lobster red. I know, I know. So uh, if you ever go to Colorado, watch out for that sun. It will get Lotion you. Lotion up, even yeah. if it's 40, sub yeah. 40 degrees. Jacqueline told me to also, <laughs> and I just didn't listen to her, and I paid the price. So yeah. also, that's crazy. some advice is to listen to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a listen. A keeper, I, yeah. yeah, I've learned that um, one week into marriage, so mm-hmm. uh, I think that's I'm gonna good carry advice. that one 
That's going to be a t-shirt on it. <laughs> yeah. We, hey, <laughs> we can make it. Wife. When we get some more merch, we'll get our marketing team on it. Yeah. That's funny. Man, I didn't know it was like, I didn't know the weather could change that crazy out there. I thought it was all snow. And I thought it was very seasonal. Me too. But <laughs> did we, you bring like yeah. winter gear? So we flew out on the Sunday and we were dressed in all sweatpants, long sleeves, flannels. And um, we're like... It's like a three-hour plane drive from where we're at. Um, and we were landing, 45 minutes from landing, and the, you know, that pilot gets on, and he's like, oh, it's a beautiful day in Denver, um, sunny f- and 75 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and Jack can look at each other, and we're like, 75 <laughs> degrees in Colorado? And she looks at me, and I was like, he's joking, Jacqueline. It's not 75 degrees. Well, sure enough, we, like, get closer to the ground, and it gets hotter. Like, I'm sweating, and I'm like, oh, no. Am I sick or something? And we land, and I take my phone off airplane mode, and I look at the weather app, and it's 78 degrees. Oh. And we both feel so sick because we have so many layers on that we just <laughs> run to the bathroom and quickly change. And Jeez. Oh, man. That's funny. But that's part of the story. That's part of the honeymoon story. Yeah. So. It's a memory. Some advice for you uh, listeners out there and Jack Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear heavy Linear. clothes to Denver. Okay. Check No, check the check weather. Check the weather before that's you what, go to yeah, Denver. Okay, that's what we're going to say. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. Um, I got a quick update here. Just just put do. it out there. Yeah. Developing right now. We got a no-hitter watch. Uh, the Orioles pitcher, John Means. He's through seven with a no. Is that your boy on fantasy? Fantasy ah. baseball. All you O's fans, we got a no-hitter against the Mariners through the seventh inning, so Dang we will it. keep you updated as the podcast yeah, rolls Yeah, hopefully uh, we'll go that long. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep talking. <laughs> we'll just keep talking. Abby will be mad, but... Um, that's all right. He's got nine Ks already through seven. That's not that good. Dude, what do you mean? That's you points for you. That's points for you. Uh, it's points for me, but have you seen DeGrom? Oh, uh, yeah. He's got like 15. I need to check fantasy today, so I might be screwed for a day. Uh, well, I wish I was playing you then. Um... <laughs> But yeah, let's let's jump into it, let's Jack. Jump let's in. um they listen to it yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the Bible, so I guess we'll do it. But you guys can listen to us just having fun too. Yeah. We'll jump in here. Um and uh we are talking about today's or today's society and it's something that is uh always pertinent, always happening. So we're gonna be talking about our culture today and mm-hmm. a lot of the things that um we as Christians face every day and the the ways that the devil tries to pull us and, and torment us and we're just gonna have a discussion about how we you know, how we face our culture and how what the Bible has been telling us about how to live as Christians in, in our world because we live in a very secular world and everybody who's listening to this and ever will listen to this will experience that and knows that. So yeah, we're just gonna share a little bit. Yeah, it kinda like me and Jack were sitting here thinking and we're like well, we're going through, like, a pandemic right now. Oh, really? I mean, we're, we're kind of at the end of it. Like, why did we not do this earlier? <laughs> like, people are like, okay, Coming Zach and Jack, it. like, yeah, there's a pandemic. We all know. Why are you talking about it now? Mm-hmm. But, um, and then other stuff, like, um, we'll touch maybe on some of the riots and yeah. um, just other fun, not well, not fun things, but other interesting things, yeah. I guess. And, um, yeah, it just kind of came to our attention, like, yeah, let's talk about the world we live in like, yeah. and what the Bible says about it. This is pretty, it's a pretty big topic. I mean, we've talked about, I think last, when we started the podcast, it was right around the time the pandemic started mm-hmm. and 
the bunch of the riots happened when when George Floyd was killed and yes we yeah. I think we talked about it in a podcast very briefly I forget what it was called but we did talk we just favoritism mentioned it. and favoritism I think we yeah we were we were just talking about like the divide in the country and um, over everything and oh maybe it was in our season one then maybe I don't know anyways but if you yeah. find if you're a fan out there that's dedicated go find it and shout us out and right tell Let us, us now um but yeah, it's also Jack. Just a little tidbit here, coming up on our one year Man. podcast anniversary. It's crazy. Uh, like happy birthday, unscripted scripture will be at the end of May. Mm. So watch out. We might do something special, or we might just yeah. pretend it's another day. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know. Abby will tell us. <laughs> yeah, Abby will tell us what to do. Um, that's cool, man. One year. I know. Who would have thought? And we have like fifty two, so we've been consistent yeah. every week. And so. the amount of like followers we've gotten, the amount of people that have listened and reached out yeah. to us is pretty cool. This actually might be episode fifty. That's a, another milestone <laughs> right there. Wow! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Four, yeah, <laughs> fifty. <laughs> Talk like to me when bigger. you get a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry. So culture. Culture. Um. I have some great stories about Jeremiah. Maybe I'll just lead off here. Um. Uh. So Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, it's like 47 chapters long. Great, great uh, story there. There's actually a podcast I found. Um, I guess I'll shout them out. I don't actually know what they are. Just search Jeremiah in the search bar. And it he goes through like every single chapter. Actually, I think there's 57 um, or no. 52. And he just goes through every chapter. And they're like, they're actually 48 minutes long. At least the Whoa. one that I listened really? to was. And... Um, so he, there's a lot in Jeremiah to divide, but I want to talk about Jeremiah because in Jeremiah, um, it starts off with a whole bunch of rioting and that's, Jeremiah is all about the war. Um, Jeremiah was a warrior and he was a, um, a leader. And so, um, I think that's about what we're going through right now. Yeah. We can see there's riots and it also talks about, um, it's pretty cool where it talks about. Here, let me pull it up actually, so I don't. He was like the, an idiot. you know, Jeremiah was like the the conscious conscience for, you know, Jerusalem because he was the prophet. He was the, he mm-hmm. was the prophet commanded by God, and he was the one who spoke and talked to God and and told him what to tell everybody, what to tell Zedekiah the king, and um, so he's definitely had he has that leadership, right? And he got hated idea. for it a lot, yeah. But which t- so many leaders do in our world, like man. Thank you for backing me up there, Jack. I got you. Not making me look like too much of an idiot. No, you got it, man. Yeah, I do. (laughs) But um, if we turn to Jeremiah 34, 14, it actually talks about um, every seventh year, seventh year each of you must free the Hebrew uh, slaves um, who sold themselves to you. you After they have served six years, you must let them go free. Your ancestors, however, did not listen to me or pay any attention to me so what ends up happening is um it's like this seventh day like god made the seventh day for rest um but he made the seventh year back in these times um to free the slaves the hebrew slaves that were working for uh i guess it was the israelites at the time Mm. and they didn't free them um the seventh year because they were profiting so much and um, there's a lot of theories out there that that's kind of what's going on here is a lot of people think with this pandemic, it's happening. 
because we either aren't resting on the seventh day. Um, mm. What ends up happening, in, because they didn't work the seventh year, God um, has like a a depression pretty much where nothing grows. It's a dry season. Um, he pretty much punishes them. And so people are kind of saying like, that's what's happening now is where uh-huh. we're being punished. Cause they, we don't really know the reason. I don't think we'll ever know until we get to heaven. Yeah. But, um, I think there's a lot of stuff that's going on in this world that, like you said, is very secular and, um, very of the world. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, that's cool that you brought that up about like, the water running dry and, and the the drought and everything is because like that's that's happened a lot in the Old Testament as a way of God kind of inflicting his will on the world. We saw it in we did the plague series and how um, God saw the brokenness and, and used Moses to issue these catastrophes onto Egypt um, because he saw how much wrong they were doing and there was another link to slavery there. Um, and then in Elijah, we talked about Elijah last summer, uh, he made the well, uh, run dry on him and on the whole region there. And Elijah had to rely on the, the ravens and right to bring yeah. him the food and the water. And, um, so that, that's definitely an idea. Like when we think about this pandemic and we look at all the old Testament and all the things that happened there in regards to their suffering, um, we see that like God, God used this you know, use this instance as a way to punish them. And I think that's, that could definitely relate. And that's the cool th- thing too, because we don't know exactly how or why God has brought the pandemic onto the world. And, you know, the strongest biblical and spiritual leaders in the world have no answer. Like there's no, there's no answer for it. But ultimately what happens when we go through any suffering is we we're called to grow closer to God. We're called to, you know, through our suffering, see it as joy. And our trial is meant to um, produce perseverance. And that perseverance turns to character. And that character is what brings us hope. And that's mm. that's Romans verse there um, from Paul. But I just think it's it's interesting that how we all approach this suffering and how we come through it, that's, I think, what God has shown us here. Like, you... I'm bringing you this so that you can learn something through it and how you approach the pandemic is going to determine how you, how you come out of it. Um, so I think it's, it's individual. It's like, it's an individual journey for everybody. And we've seen a lot of people's lives, you know, affected by this and for the good and the worst. Like some people pandemic was great. Like I know they posted, there was always those memes about the dogs. Like Mm -hmm. finally my owner stays home and can be with me 24 seven. Um, and that's true with like young kids too, mm-hmm. um, but for other people, like they lost their job or um, they got sick or yeah, um, they had someone die from it, and so there is a lot of a lot of tear from mm-hmm. it as well. It's a big like mental health is huge too with this, and mm-hmm. and the pandemic definitely had an effect on people's mental health and how you know seeing people and going outside is so much part of their lives, and if you're cut off from that, how that can affect you, you know, that's crazy. But, like, think about us, Zach. I mean, this, like, this podcast was built on the pandemic. Yeah. Like, if the pandemic never happened, we, we, not be, we might not be doing this right now. We'd be too busy. We'd be crazy busy. Like, this this all started because we're like, this is a way that we can stay inside and 
this is a new ministry that God is putting out for us. He's showing mm-hmm. us that this is something you guys can do to continue to spread my gospel even even while there's a worldwide chaos happening. And that to me is like is proof that God can God can use any any sort of trauma, any sort of tragedy to to bring his message across and, and speak to people that are hurting. So yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. Obviously, Jack, yeah, it's obviously pretty cool. <laughs> um but it's I think no, we'll just we'll just knock into the next topic here. Um do you wanna go through where what did you have next? Uh I mean yeah, I I had just like a broad question about why why is our world so broken and why is our world suffering so much always? Like why are we so lost and divided and yada yada yada? Um why is there so much chaos? Why is the culture the way it is and we're secular in that way and nobody nobody seems to rely on faith as much as we should. We don't see God as being sovereign and knowing that like we have to obey him. We have to serve him. And our world just doesn't recognize that all the time. Mm. Um, and I guess my answer for that, I was kind of rhetorical, but my answer for that is that because Satan has such a big grip on this world. Ha- he always has, and he, he will until the day Jesus comes again. And we're going to get into a... We're going to talk about a... We're going to have an episode on Revelation coming up here. Because we've gotten a lot of people who yeah. are asking about it. So We've gotten a lot. We just put out a thing on Instagram and maybe you guys volunteered in it or maybe you just looked at it and we're like, huh. Um, but the people who did... Um, it's crazy. Like, Revela- Revelation's crazy in itself. I don't yeah. know how we're going to do that in one podcast. But I know. We had like give it a shot. 10 people <laughs> say like the end times, yeah, like Revelation, the rapture. Like, the rapture. like So Man. a lot of people do want to hear about that and we're going to give it to you and Two weeks. We'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> we'll I know. Do our best. My, yeah, it, it's not going to be perfect. It won't be perfect. Um, Revelation is very hard. The yeah. end times are hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll give our thoughts on it. Because I mean, everybody's interpreted it for as long as time, and like how yep. how is did John write it, and how did, what did he mean by that? Was it all metaphorical and yada? Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this idea that Satan has his grip on the world—it's so true. I mean. There has literally been one man in the history of the world who's been able to beat Satan. <laughs> literally one man. Everybody from Adam till the baby being born right now in this in this second is experienced sin. And yeah. that that's that's a crazy thought if you put that into perspective. Yes. Like this the idea that Satan was there with the first human beings and it started with the fall. Um, in Genesis 3, when when Eve uh, ate the fruit and then coerced Adam to eat it, and then from that moment they felt the shame, they felt the guilt. Um, go back in our creation series and you'll hear about it uh, on the, the past podcast. But, oh, shout out us. Yeah, shout out us. But that's that's a good idea when you're thinking about, when we're thinking about how much Satan has his hold, think about how he was there at the beginning. In the beginning, he was he was still there, yeah. Um, you know, seducing us and taking over. And Jesus called him the Prince of this world in John. In John twelve, he called him the Prince of this world because he has such a hold on it. Um, yeah. Paul calls him the God of this age. Like is he's still he's is an angel. He's an he's angel still, of death, yeah. an angel of evil, but he still has power because he's he fell from heaven. You know, he was 
up there with God. Um, right. I heard someone say once that the world is um, the devil's playground. Yeah. Like, he is just is, having fun with us. Like, he gets to have the fun stuff. Like, while we're in this world, it's him. And, yeah, yeah the afterlife is God. Um, but I feel like he's like, let me do what I want. Yeah. And he does. And it's so crazy. And this is the hardest part about being Christian is because the devil is so deceitful. And the things that the world says are awesome and beautiful and like that's that's worth value and that's amazing um we get we get tricked in our mind in seeing things that that the world says is okay and then we are desensitized to it and that that can be from movies and music and the arts any sports like your job anything in the world devil can use to twist and turn and 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 even some of your Christian friends will look at things and say, no, that's okay. Like, you can listen to that. You can watch that. Mm. That's fine. But then we look at the Word and what it says about, you know, maintaining pure heart and, and focusing on the fruits of the Spirit. And then we look at that thing in the world and we're like, that's not that's not from God. Not like, that's got to be the devil. You know, he's using that to pull pull us. Like, how can that be fruitful, what we're doing? Right. You know? We can say that sometimes, but other yeah. times it's like, you're like, oh, this is definitely God. But then you're like, oh, wait, maybe it is the devil. Yeah. And it's confusing. God, uh, the devil plays with your mind. Mm-hmm. He tempts you in the best ways you can. Um, so, yeah, it it's, is hard. I it, mean, I think, like, a big thing for me and a big thing that I have, I've experienced and a lot of young people experience now is is music and mm-hmm. um, music that has language and the lyrics that are... Uh, borderline and that are a little you know reckless and, and some people will argue like that's just music right like, why do you have I to feel like it doesn't get it? talked about enough why do we have to well, why we do I have to worry about, about listening to you know Kendrick Lamar and, and Travis Scott and you know all these people well, like hear what they're saying yeah hear what they're they're singing about and we're like is that a Christian's you know <laughs> yeah. idea of you know, a good music? And it's even harder because some of them say they're Christians and then they oh, yeah. go off and they sing yeah. about non-Christian stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, but I think the one the one thing we have to think about is like, is how is this how is this strengthening my relationship with the Lord? I think that's the one thing that you can always ask in any situation. And if the answer is like, well, maybe or or. I don't know, then it's probably not gonna be right. helping. If you if you are one hundred percent say yes and here's why, then it's fine. I think that's that's something that I would continue to live by and and run with to say like looking at this show, is this helping me grow with God? And if it's not, then don't watch it. Yeah. You know? I'll go read my Bible or go listen to a music or watch a Christian movie, you know? Like why it's all mainstream for what reason? Like, all this stuff is, it's in circulation for what? Just to distract people. It's mm-hmm. its the devil distracting you from spending time with the Lord. You know, I think that's thats bottom line. Yeah, and uh, I would go back and I would talk about what you said where it's a crazy idea to think about that there's only been one person on this earth who has not sinned. Everyone else goes through it. Everyone else is tempted. I remember... As a kid, like, when it first hit me, I was like, 
okay, everyone sinned. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I started thinking about, like, people who were, like, godly examples to me, like my dad or my grandfather or my youth pastor, like, all these people who I'm like, I've never seen my dad sin. Like, what does my dad do? Uh And um, so, like, once I got that into my head, like, wow, so everyone sins. And, um, but that one person. Now, everyone on this earth was tempted. Jesus was tempted. Mm. Satan met Jesus, if you read about it, in Matthew 4. Ooh, all right. 4, I think it's 4, 1 through 11. Um, I didn't bring my Bible because we changed days because Jack has a date with Jenna and her grandma tomorrow. (laughs) So, thank you, uh, Jenna and Granny. Tell the world. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, it was a shout out to Granny. Okay, yeah. Um, but, so I'm using my phone. Moral of the story. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Why in the wilderness? I don't know. Should have been in a big city. Just kidding. Um, so, what pretty much happens is, if you don't know the story, Satan um, tries three times to uh, tempt Jesus and says, I'll give you the whole world. Like, everything on this world, I can give to you. I have the authority to give to you. And Jesus is like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. And um, he pretty much says it three times where he, he's like, yeah, no, um, I won't. And then there's another time where he Satan asks Jesus to jump off. And if his God is real, then um, God will save him. Mm. And Jesus is like, well, he, he has some smart comment. Um, I'm not really reading it, but you guys can read it. Um, where he's just like, eh, no, I don't need to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm the son yeah. of God. Um, I'm living the right way. And so, I mean, Jesus gives us a a little bit of a sneak peek of what this world would have looked like if... The serpent didn't trick Eve into eating that apple or whatever fruit it was. Um, Which is kind of a crazy thought. Like, look at Jesus and look how, just how much he flowed and look what he did. Like, his first first message that he ever did was on repentance as well. Mm. Like, repenting from this temptation. Get away from the temptation. Um, And where did Jesus, we sit here and we talk about all the, like, bad stuff. Like, let's talk about Little Nas. You want to talk about Little Nas? Yeah, talk about Little Nas. Let's talk about Little Nas. So, Little Nas um, This is a little, this is, like, two months old. Um, but it was still a pretty big thing with Christians and non-Christians, atheists. And it, Little Nas, if you don't know, um, is a rapper who came out with a music video, um, well, and a song. And um, it just kind of, like glorified the devil in a way i never watched it or listened to it i just read about it i was afraid of what would happen to me (laughs) or what i would see if i did watch it Uh. um but long story short he created these shoes then um which that's what got popular was these shoes where he put like upside down crosses and um actual human blood in these nikes and um what do you call it satan's shoe is yeah, it's I mean, it was it's satanic. Like he was promoting satanism and mm-hmm. he was reaching he was marketing it to people who 
you know, believe in Satan as their leader, pretty much. Um, I don't know all the specifics of Satanism. I was trying to look it up today, but it's it's definitely it's dark and it's it's a a way that's something that's been very controversial. I think because of the fact that he put blood in the shoe, and it said like yeah. a drop of it was something like six employees um, that worked with him donated a drop of their blood in mm. some material of the shoe, and that's what that's soul. what the controversy was about. In the um, issue. Yeah, and it was Nike, and Nike sued them because of that. It was something like um, misconduct, product misconduct, or something weird. Right, and I think, I think little little Nas, I kind of read into his backstory, and he has had um, a tough. He, I don't know if he grew up in the church, but he has had a tough relationship with christian people yeah um well he's homosexual too yes that's i he's gay. remember that so he was he's gay he's homosexual and so growing up in the church just was not fun for him mm. um and it makes me think like okay i'm not saying that little nas is the devil but like the devil is living inside of him mm. um and we talked about demons in mm-hmm. a um in our conquer podcast and um I I think it's possible that Lil Nas can go the other way. I mean, we we talk about um, Yeezy, Kanye West, and he's put out an album, but and we don't know. We don't know where he's at with God. I haven't talked to him recently. Yeah, yeah. But um, we'll get back to him soon. Right. Um, but like people can change, and I think there's still effect. And what does it look like, Jack? Like, if we had a friend that came up to us and was like a Satanist, what would we? Man, that's, what would the conversation be like? Yeah, it's a. I think it'd be a great conversation. Honestly, like I think every time you'd have that opportunity to um, talk to somebody about their faith and ask them why they believe certain things and why they follow certain things, um, then you then you begin to understand someone on a deeper level. You get to understand their heart instead of looking at from looking at them from the outside and and judging mm-hmm. and making assumptions. Um, if you have that opportunity, you got to see that as God giving you the chance to speak your truth and allow yourself to answer questions and say, like, this is why I believe that Jesus is my Savior. This is why I believe that I, you know, this is why I don't curse. This is why I don't do drugs. This is why I don't do that, do that. This is why I'm a virgin. And right. all I think, of these things, man, like, that's that's an opportunity. I think that's exactly. how we ought to I see those oppor- moments. More opportunities will be presented if you put yourself out there yeah. and talk to them. But I think in order to do that, you have to listen to them first and realize how they got there. Um, we, we were just talking about Jesus and um, his messages about repentance. Um, but Jesus didn't judge. Like, yeah. who were who did Jesus go see? He saw the most sinful people, the people who were struggling the most, and who did he, who did he fight at? Who did he yell not yell at? Because you know maybe at. that's a sin. But like, who did he go and say you're wrong to? It was the religious leaders. So I think us as Christians, that's what we need to do. We need to go to the people who are struggling the most and just listen, and maybe take their side and say, hey, yeah, and then I would just wait till they asked you a question. Like, don't say, don't push it on them Mm -hmm. um but just have a question if they ask a question then you're able to answer 
and just live out God, I think God will create more opportunities for yeah, you. Yeah, and this is so important. This is something that has to be stressed. Like, this is this is how we make the world more united and get rid of this division between religions and and getting our culture to a point where we can have conversations with people who think differently than us. Like, mm-hmm. this is a... This is... This is what needs to happen. We have to be able to... We have to be open to those conversations. Can't be one, one-sided, one one-minded. If we stay in our little Christian bubble... Yep. Then we're just gonna be... We're gonna be good, but we look at the world and we're like, why are they so broken, man? Why are they suffering? Judging, yeah. We're, we're judging. Stand like, why, there Why don't and they just judge. believe me? Why don't they just believe what I believe? Uh-huh. But then someone on the outside says, dude, you're staying in your bubble. Yeah, like, you're not going over there. Us. Yes. Yes. Like, if we don't know what you have to offer, unless you take that leap, unless you take that leap of faith, and and show some love and compassion the way Jesus did, and say, "I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of what you believe. I'm not afraid of what you do, because I know what I believe. I know who protects me and who holds my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, and I'm gonna go step out there and see what these people have to say. And I think us as Christians, that's what we need to do is. We need to be curious. We need to be like, so how did you get to this point? We need to understand the other side. We need to, like, why do you believe in just a conversation with, like, a coworker or a classmate? You're not going to, you know, Iran and speaking to Muslims. Right. You can go next door to your neighbor who you know is not a believer and just, you know, go out for coffee. Go to breakfast or, you know, invite them into your home and... Have conversations. You with them. should be curious of why they don't believe in God. Yes, yeah. Like you should want to know why they're not a Christian. Yeah. Um. Because that's actually that's a big curiosity in me. I stand there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. So what? What got them to where they are today? And yeah. I should want to know the other. Because I've only learned one thing. I grew up in the church, and mm-hmm. that's all I've known. So that would be a fun conversation for me. Mm-hmm. Just like learning. Okay, so this is what you believe in. This is why you believe it. And I've tried to have these conversations with my coworkers, and I've had them, and I've enjoyed every second. I haven't. At the end of the conversation, I feel my heart beating. Like, mm. okay, God, did yeah. I yep. did I share everything I was supposed? Did I yep. crap? Did I miss an opportunity? Or like, what's up? And I think every time God's like, I'll give you plenty more. Mm. If you did miss it, don't worry. I'll yeah. give you the next one. As long as you um, were asking. As long as we're like. Waking up in the morning and say, Lord, use me. Use yep. me. Enlarge my territory. We talked about it last week with was, yep. blessings. Like, yeah. Jabez prayer. Lord, bless me and enlarge my territory. That was what, That's what Jabez prayed. And that's that's how we're going to be infiltrating our culture. That's, that's the step. It's like, wake up every morning and whatever he has for you that day. Even if you're going to your job that you've done a thousand times. You've seen the guy a thousand times that you work with every day, but this day you prayed for the opportunity, Mm -hmm. look for it. Because it's there. He's going to show you things that you've never seen before. And it can be as simple as that. It can be just you get to work 10 minutes early Mm -hmm. just to pray over the building. Yeah. Just to say, God, be with these people. Um, Like, pray over the, go by the boss's door. Be like, pray as he leads us today. Um, All those things. And, Maybe God gives you an opportunity. Maybe he doesn't. I think there's just... If you're a shy person, then that's your go-to. Mm. Like, that's yeah. how you can get 
Satan out of this world and God into it. That's um, it. Yeah. That's and really it changes cool. your heart. Your it heart does changes. Change your heart. Like I'm feeling pumped right now. You thinking feel. About ju- it. I mean, when you know that, even if the conversation you get to a conversation like that, and the guy tells you, "I just don't get it," or like, "I yeah, I don't believe in it. I don't like it." Um, I had all this crap happen to me, and that was that. Mm. And if that's the end of the conversation, man, that's awesome because that he's opening up. That's someone who's vulnerable, who now knows who you are. And that's that's something you can continue to turn to and check up on them. Like, hey, mm-hmm. how are you doing with that? Um, right. Hey, I've been praying for you about this. Like, how's that going with you? And now you're starting a relationship. Now yeah. you have a relationship right. with them. And that's going to grow and grow and grow if you're willing. Yeah. And my last bit of advice, and maybe Jack has more, but this is all I have, is we don't do it over media. Don't do it over text. Don't do it over... Yeah. Instagram, like if someone says something, like say little Nas, you're best friends with little Nas, and he puts out that video, and you're like, you like retweet it and be like, dude, you're so wrong. Like, yeah. Like that's just, that's going to push him further away mm. than get him closer. Mm. I think it's a, especially in today's world, face to face, person to person means so much. Yeah. Like you said, go for coffee, and then maybe you build that relationship. And then you can text. Yeah, when it can, you I mean, understand it can, where it that can start with at. text and say like, "Hey, let's go to coffee tomorrow." Or right, what are you that's doing? different. Yeah, and then, yeah, but yeah. The, yeah, I get you. And then you're right. Like, it's it's face to face. It's got to be. Fight. It's just gonna turn into a fight if yeah. over the internet. Yeah, it's um, got to. You have to see the human side of people, and um, that's what's gonna you know the steps in our culture is gonna take to like. That's what Jesus was all about, like the Great Commission. Go and go. Don't stay where you're at. Don't stay in this bubble. You got to go and spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Like that's the truth, and that's our that's our call. Um, and it's something that like every every one of us can do every day, man. Uh, get out of that bubble and take that leap, right? For sure, man. That's that's good advice. If you're still listening, <laughs> if there's <laughs> still anyone listening. still here, yeah, that was some in. pretty good advice, man. All right, we'll wrap it up here. Um, update. Oh, yeah, how's Mr. Means doing? We're in the bottom nine. He's got nobody out. 2-2, two, two. he's still got the no-no. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I, I, he has no walks, though, so I don't know what's... An error. The no-no. There's no errors. It's got to be Hit something pitch. else. I don't know. Someone was caught stealing, so someone got on. Hip head pitch. But it'll be a walk, right? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he's got one out. So, follow Mr. John Means. He's coming in if you're an Orioles fan. Yep. Good luck. Uh, we'll know by the time the podcast it'll be is the out. Fun, it will be the funnest thing that happens to Orioles fans this season, <laughs> other than some rookie being caught up. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, yeah, please uh, check us out. Um, subscribe and follow us on uh, Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and um Send us a voice message on Anchor. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We did get someone who sent us a voice message last week. Yes, we did. We'll um, try to talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll share it with you all next week. Uh, but that's really weeks. cool, and it can happen. So we're glad someone got it to work. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll so, try to answer the question. Yeah, we'll answer his question. Um, but uh, thanks so much. Send us a DM if you're interested in other stuff, other stuff to listen to. But other than that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.